It's time for Seminole Headlines, featuring Warchant.com's Jeff Cameron, Managing Editor Ira Chauffel, and Senior Writer Corey Clark. Your weekly dose of all things FSU, Pistols and Pies, starts right now. Here's Jeff Cameron. Hour number two, Seminole Headlines. Headliner questions forthcoming. Looking forward to it. Should be good questions in the bag in the mailbag today between Twitter and Facebook given that this team's 9 and 0 getting set to play a rival against Miami by the way it worked out well for our sponsor as I'll get to see Dr. Birch tomorrow tomorrow morning bright and early I've got Clark going and his teeth are looking fairly normal can't wait for the update from Dr. Birch and Birch Orthodontics who have done uh, uh, a great job, as we knew they would, but they're two for two with the Cameron kids, it's looking like. When Clark comes in, like the whole staff, they're all like high-fiving each other. <laughs> like, this is like we their – saved this kid's life. <laughs> yeah. This is, this is the, he's the one. <laughs> he's the guy. You're right. The before and after yeah. pictures are going to look awesome. So Just like uh, everybody else who uh, has taken their kids to Birch Orthodontics or their grandparents – or their you know, siblings. Anybody could go. Dr. Birch will fix anybody's teeth. She's not an you ageist. You don't have to be a kid. She's not an ageist. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, in, in fact, <laughs> right. in fact, uh, we uh, have lots of friends now who have friends of the show, friends of the program, people that we know. Uh, there are a lot of people that um, you know have have taken a recommendation, had been very, very pleasantly uh, pleased with the service, and also the, well, the pleasantly work. Su- that they pleased. Did. You're going to say pleasantly, pleasantly surprised, but mm. that, that wouldn't they, make they sense. Know better the old than that. Why would you pleased. be surprised? <laughs> I like that he's going to sit here <laughs> and criticize my reads. He doesn't. This is what how he many does. does he contribute? You're living, when's you're the living last time he like. contributed one? This guy does this every time we do a show. He does. Yeah. I've been a host for 25 years, <laughs> and he'll be like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know well, if I can We're going this direction. You. Let's do this, Jeff. Did I tell you about oh. the girl I almost hit? Heaven <laughs> down Pensacola? Let's quit <laughs> talking about football for five BirchOrthodox.com, B-U-R-C-H, Orthodox.com is the website. It wasn't my finest effort. Oh, it's fine. It wasn't it's fine. fine. You I appreciate well. you well. It's the tough love. Like you're, my, you're yeah, Mike Norvell. Yeah. Look, man, it's a standard we have. We want to play for you. Yeah. You can do better. Uh, yeah. You can do better. And we know that about you. And we yeah. love you or we wouldn't critique you. That was me. That was like uh, with him with Jaheim Bell. That right. was my Jaheim Bell moment right, right there. If just... we thought you were devoid of talent, we'd ignore you stutter effing your way through the read and we'd keep <laughs> talking. Yeah, we'd just be like, thanks, Ira. Good job. Good try, man. <laughs> Go to Birch. Go to Dr. Birch if you need any orthodontic help. Brandon writes, why do you think there appears to be a segment of each game where Mike kind of loses his rhythm as a play caller and the offense bogs down? Sometimes he calls great drives several in a row. Other times it appears he's lost. The offensive line, Brandon, they can't do certain things. This is my opinion. I'll get these guys' answers in a second. They cannot line up and just run the ball, which every offensive coordinator wants to be able to do. If you can fall back on that, it opens everything else up. They That's not the strength of this team. They have to do other things in order to be effective running the ball. So I think he he's going to try. He's going to always try to see if he can run the ball. He's going to probe, and then sometimes it gets bogged down, and he realizes, all right, got to go another route. Uh, it's different every week. I mean, when you're missing your starting receivers, quite yeah. literally when you don't have your top three or four guys out on the field at the same time, well, it's going to get bogged down because there's no rhythm. There's no synergy there. They rep the most, those starters do, with Jordan Travis. So it's really difficult when you don't have that. Uh, but that's, I think, any offensive coordinator, the, the, the best part about Mike, though, is that when something's not working, right. he goes yeah. away from it and finds another way to attack a defense. Yeah, I agree with that. And uh, I like to say the other team's got scholarship players, too. <laughs> they're trying to. And they've got coordinators. Yeah, yeah and they're and trying got, to win. Yeah. So, uh, Ira, you should really think about – you know, using that as a as, as one of your own. It's Corey pretty, does it all the time, but you, yeah. what's that again? Uh, the other team's on scholarship, too? Yeah, they yeah. got scholarships, too. Man, there it is. They got 85 yeah. to dole out, just like you do. Right. There it yeah, is. Right. Uh, but I think that's why. I, I would I would look at the offensive line and say they're, it's, they're kind of well, an Well, in this game in particular, line. you just can't judge it. 
No, you can't judge. Oh, I got no. Had over 500 yards. No, I know, but like, of course he had no rhythm. (laughs) Yeah, like there was, it was hard to get no rhythm, and that's why in that game you're like, man, don't don't give them a score. Don't just give them points because you don't have, you might not have the weapons to be able to, to to bounce back. Now, if Johnny and Keon had been out there with the way Pitt was defending. You could have named your score, right? And Pitt knew. Like, I mean, they yes. knew early on. They're like, "Oh, okay, that's a." We don't because think I think they were surprised initially. Yeah. Like I know Narduzzi yeah, on Friday at, said or Thursday, he said, "Yeah, we're expecting Johnny to play," and they didn't even know anything about Keon. If you look at the first play, their their defense is aligned completely different yeah. than the way they are the rest of the game. Yeah, you know, it's like they they adjusted Eureka. pretty quickly. Yeah, yeah, they're like, oh, I have, yeah. this is awesome! It's our lucky day. Yeah. These cats aren't out here. Uh, Victory Cheeseballs writes, in honor of the best thing Corey Clark has ever put in his mouth, mm. what are some of your favorite recipes to throw some andouille at? Mm. I mean, there's, there's the options are endless, but i got, I got to go classic with the jambalaya. Breakfast casserole. Oh. Breakfast casserole? What did I say was the best thing that's ever been in my mouth? The andouille. He I told think. you oh, it's okay. the best thing. Okay, yeah, yeah you, that's you right. I, yeah, it's been a few things. There's a top three. It's let's a Mount Rushmore. The, let's talk about the andouille and the register. <laughs> okay, let's focus on that. that. <laughs> Not other stuff. Nobody wants to hear you talk about Jolly Ranchers. Man, I like the jalapeno cheddar just as much, I'll be honest with you. Just about as much. Uh, I'm kind of with you on that, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, me I think too. you guys are crazy. The andouille is a game changer. But throw it in anything. Throw it in soup. Throw it in a biscuit. The andouille is so good that it's changed the way the name is pronounced. It used to be andouille, but but we've changed it because it's so good. Uh, Garrett says, Boston College is now 6-3, and and that's a legit win. Mm. Do we foresee Boston College as a threat moving forward? No. 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 But that kid is a a pretty dynamic quarterback, and and like Ira said, uh, they've they've rallied up. Their defense is playing well since that kid took over at quarterback. They sh- shouldn't matter. They should have no bearing on one of them, but it does. It's it's how well. I mean, it does matter because defenses get tired yeah. when your offense goes three and out. Well, and, they, and also, like, why are we why are we doing this? We're yeah. not going to score. We can't score. But well, that kid it, gives it, them life. You see it in the NFL yes. where they're paid, right? I yeah. mean, they'll yeah. still be like, all right, look, man. That's when fights happen on the sideline. We, we've got seven straight stops and we're losing three to nothing here because you got yeah. I, oh, looking, I mean, we saw it here in the mid two thousands when you know you had a, in two thousand five. I think four or five. They had like four first rounders on defense. And yep. couldn't win big games because they had nothing on offense. Well, that leads to some frustration. Oh, man. I just uh, – both of you will jump on me for this. The defensive end that we thought was hilarious in that show that I, I was I'm was in 2002, uh, the kid went to Pittsburgh. Oh, Paul, uh, Alonzo Jackson. Yes. Wow. Totally He's, lost it for a he second. He tried to kill Chris Rich. Yeah, well, which is great. But what what <laughs> happened? Great. What happened to Alonzo Jackson? Like what? what I mean, he made in league, life. Right? Yeah, he played for a while. I they, knew he they played moved for a linebacker. while. I just didn't know where he went after he, that time in Pittsburgh. I'm not sure where. He, I'm not sure if he played anywhere else. But he actually uh, lives in Atlanta. He's nice. got his. Uh, he would nice. bring. He's he would bring his daughter when Alexa was in uh, Sue's camps. He would bring his daughter from uh, Atlanta. Oh, that's, that's, that's what I wanted guy, to hear. I, like I, I took Jackson. a risk there, guys. Yeah. You could have said something else. I would have been nervous. No, I he's brought getting, that up. He also had the best, one of the best lines ever when they. I think it was. I think it was the game at Louisville, that rain game. Oh Jesus! And there he was a picture where Tariqa was unbuttoning yeah. his pants. He was yeah. so excited. There was for a them. picture in that game of the Louisville offensive lineman like choking him. He had his hand around his throat. Yeah, yeah, Alonzo yeah. Jackson's on the ground in the rain and the muck, and he's got his hand around his throat. And I said something. I, was, I said, "Man, that kid was choking you." He goes, "Oh well." Yeah, in the middle of a pile, man, I'll do anything. He goes, but out in the open, you can't be choking <laughs> yeah, somebody yeah, yeah, out. Yeah. <laughs> he's okay yeah. with it. He's, he's like, if you're in a pile, yeah, man, anything goes. Good morning, fine sirs. What are each of your favorite and least favorite Miami game memories? Well, both wide rights will start. Well, the two true wide rights is where I go. I don't count the other one. You don't? I don't count that. It's the, the 2000 same thing. ones? It's spaced out. It doesn't count. 
I think you, the gotta, reason you can it, only miss left or right. Well, that's short, true. I guess. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, miss short. That doesn't have the same that, ring to it. Wide same. short, short. Wide, that is short. Um, yeah, I would say the first wide right is is that's by my far most the, painful. The, by the far. most painful. Oh, 20, yeah. So twenty six, twenty five is the eighty seven. Yeah. eighty seven game, and that I was so excited because I felt like. Uh, I mean, I was a sophomore in high school, and I felt like I was tailgating for real. My dad was throwing the football with me, and his buddies were all there, and we were hanging out, and I knew, like, this is a thing I'm going to be doing from here on out, going to these games. And then we had that big lead. and then Yeah, 19-3. to three. We actually got a, a text question from somebody you know well. Mm. Corey obviously knows. I think Corey was on the text. Uh, Jamie Givens yeah. asked uh, to, for you guys to related question. Belmont, Belmont's finest. He asked uh, if you guys could give your highest high and your lowest low from the Miami series. Well, yeah, that first wide right. The I don't think I've ever right. been in a stadium walking walking out of a stadium that was more crushed than that one because it was also so late in the year. Like you'd been number one yeah. for ten weeks, uh, and then highest it high though. Highest high would be <sighs> probably parchment. <laughs> Don't laugh. No, it's probably not parchment. But that was so a cool. That was a pretty was cool high. Ninety-three. Yeah, but that uh, maybe, maybe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ninety-three. Yeah. I think ninety-three. You finally beat them. You, you finally, beat them by eighteen. Yeah, you beat their ass, and you knew that was it. You're gonna go win the national title. Yeah. Like well, in my head, in yes, my head, I was right. like, "That's it. You got over the hurdle. You're gonna go win the national title." Now you tried to lose, but we don't worry about that. At the time, right. I walked out of there thinking, "That's it." We're going to go win our first national title. 89 was pretty cool, too. Yeah, 89's cool. They, but Miami ended up going to win yeah. the national title anyway. Nonsense. Yeah, I agree. Um, but, yeah, I I think 93 for me. Although I have garnered immense pleasure from 4th and 14. Yeah, oh, sure. I mean, and last year, too. Last Don't year sleep on last 45 year. 45-3 to yeah. and just bitching their quarterback and ragdolling yeah. him. And there's all these moments where they just look like children being overrun in their own stadium with, like, 19 people still there in the fourth quarter just staring – and all those recruits just kind of mocking them, yeah. considering where mm. the pro both programs had been just a few years earlier, especially right. Florida State's, to then be beating them forty-five to three in their building, uh, that is an, that is one of the all-time highs as far as you know, certainly recent memory. Uh, John writes, we've more or less admitted that this offensive line is okay, not great. That being said, is there any concern that we're not seeing some of the younger guys breaking through into the rotation? Now, this is a good question from John because I've had – and I, I'm glad you asked it because we've had about, I don't know, in the last few weeks, and I've had it in my inbox as well, a lot of people want to know why we're not seeing Armella at any point. Like, why is he not out there? Now, I've given an answer. I want to hear you two. What, what, what say you? I don't think he's one of their best three offensive tackles. Yeah, that's where I'd go. I mean, I mean I'm not saying he'll never get there. He's also but a he's not a guy – you know, he because he was a five-star for a while in recruiting, he'll end up getting dropped to a four-star at the end – um, you know, there's a perception you see every once in a while you'll see these five-star offensive linemen who start right away somewhere. But I don't think he was ever going to be that guy no matter right. where he went. First, he had to change his body. He did that. Uh, he started to add more strength, and he's been working on his technique stuff. And the, the, there are days, I will say this, there are days in practices and reps where you're like, okay, that's it. Oh, he has great days. And he's had are, moments right. where he's good against verse. Right. And he has moments where he gets thrown on his ass. Yeah. So that consistency, and you like mm -hmm. think that maybe by next year. I was thinking about today at practice. Actually, I didn't see this question, but I was at practice. Today, I was thinking, okay, is, is are you gonna are you gonna take that step next it's year? On him now, though, because yeah. there are people beginning to push. Right? right, there are some guys that they do like. I think down the line, Otto is going to be a really nice player. Luke, Otto's going to be a really nice Otto's player. Otto's going to be a really good. Lucas player Lucas Simmons them. has obviously all the. 
talent in the world gotta, from, yeah. from a physique size. And then uh, Jalen Early's been good. And also, again, I'll, I bring it up every time, but the portal's there. And so if they don't – the thing is, if you don't impress these coaches, even in, when you're not yeah. playing in practice, because they see you for five months practicing every day, if you're not that impressive, well, they might go replace you in the portal. That the, that They will recruit the, over you. The challenge from a big-picture standpoint, and Jeff t- has talked about this plenty, is that – you're not going to get great offensive tackles. I mean, you no, can you go get, develop them. You can, get, like, uh, you can get Bless Harris, and you can get Jeremiah, uh, Jeremiah Byers, yeah. and you can get. I mean, you can get good college players that are going to be better than maybe if yes. you, your other guys who are not. But you're not going to get elite until you hit it with them out of high school. It's high school like uh, it's like drafting quarterbacks. You're never going to get an elite quarterback in a trade, or probably yeah. be a free agency. You got to draft them and get. They're lucky. not that giving is, them up. That's what happens yeah. there. But I would say when it comes to the overall sentiment of this question is when you're fighting for an undefeated season and a spot in the playoff experience matters to these guys a lot. And I'm talking about Atkins and Norvell. They want to know that you know what you're doing and they have eight guys that have played a ton of football that know what they're doing. They're not all NFL guys, but they, they, they do know what they're doing in their experience. They're not horrible, which, you know, you could put a freshman in or a a backup who gets overwhelmed. I'm looking forward to getting back to Doak for this game, uh, this week's game, writes David. was wondering what you all thought was a bigger challenge this week, our offensive line against their defensive line or the other way around? Uh, oh, meaning our defensive line against their offensive line? I, I would say our offensive line against their defensive line is the biggest challenge of the week. Yeah. Uh, I, I think that if you, if you yeah. neutralize that group, you're going to win the game. Yeah. I mean, the, the only way Miami, I think, can win this game is to wreak havoc and, in the backfield. And even if they can, you feel like Jordan can help you. And, yeah. and Norvell and Makes Atkins, can, they can get him out of the pocket. They can scheme you. They can get you out of that trouble. Yeah, I think Jordan was only sacked once this past week. With all, I mean, right. they had 11 tackles for loss, yeah. but only one was a sack, and that was on the crazy trick play. That and they he tried made some really nice throws on the run, yeah. which he continues to do. Yeah, the uh, the 11 tackles for a loss is gross, but it does but that's what speaks they do. to the nature of what and that group is. good luck, Pitt playing that aggressive defense if Florida State's got their receiver. Oh, and they so wouldn't they have, wouldn't but they wouldn't Good have. luck. But, of course, yeah. it's easy to rack up tackles for loss when you're throwing seven guys at every run play. But that's also, I thought, I think Norvell mentioned, he's like, yeah, but, or uh, maybe it was somebody else, but it might have been one of you guys on one of your shows, but that's also how you break a 55-yard run because yeah. if you can get past that first group, yeah. you're off to the race. Peace. Uh, that guy especially, old yeah. Trey, Trey Benson, man. Very nice of Panama and Old just to say that they uh, love us and love the show. Hmm. Thank you. Uh, Thanks. Yeah. Squin writes, we so Miami you. fails to win and relegates our game to a 3.30 kick. I guess that's why we set kickoff to, for after dark against North Alabama. One more properly lubricated Doke smackdown before moving on. What is the most lopsided win versus Power 5 you've ever watched at Doke? Mine was 89 versus Virginia Tech. Mine was the NC State game after Florida State lost to Notre Dame, yeah. and we beat that ass like 70 It was freezing. What game? Oh, uh, the NC State. Yeah, yeah it was uh, 62 game. to 3. Oh, that ass kicking. I w- yes, and it was cold. I remember Guys, how cold the, it was. Uh, by the way, 89 Virginia Tech was in Blacksburg. So I don't know mm-hmm. what they're talking about there with that with yeah. that answer. Um but I would say obviously the answer is uh Maryland in 2013. The problem? 63 to nothing. I mean, you, the problem you Yeah. Mean? Yeah. That but that's that's I mean that you you've never sat through a game against Also, the, by the way, the what thir- was the score of NC State that year? That one was 35 that nothing was 35 in the quarter. Nothing and a half, but, but it, it ended up being it, like 49-17. Yeah. But here's how you can answer that question, though. Like, when you talk about the way games play out, Florida State scored 35 points in a quarter. Right. NC State's players were cowering. Yes. Quite yeah. literally cowering. Yeah. I remember thinking, if they want to, they can drop 100 today. Yeah. They could, and they could have. 
some of these games where you end up winning fifty-eight to nothing, sixty-three to seven, you were never going to drop a hundred. I mean, they could have dropped a hundred. Those are FSU games in the. 90s against Duke yeah, were always crazy. Yeah, like the game against Idaho. The game against Idaho. Well, that's not were... Power Five, but yeah, that was yeah, 81 yeah, yeah, yeah. to something. But five, yeah. yeah, all those games in the 90s, especially when Charlie was here, when they were up, you know, they'd yeah. be up 50 to nothing and a half or 40 to nothing and a half, and Wake <laughs> would have 11 yards of offense. It's a beautiful thing. Similar headlines continues in just a moment. Time to talk Shopify. A couple years ago, I wanted to create and sell headlines merch for the best podcast listeners in the world. That's you guys. But I had no idea where to get started. Now we're selling Yay Sausage shirts, and it's so easy, all because we use Shopify. <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Shopify is the only tool you'll need to grow your business without the struggle. Shopify puts you in control of every sales channel. You could be selling Don Julio socks from Shopify's in-person point-of-sale system or offering headliner shirts from Shopify's all-in-one e-commerce platform. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms. So you'll sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. What I really love about Shopify is how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase, now to grow your business, no matter what stage of the game you're in. Shopify.com slash warchant. A crazy schedule can make it easy to fall back into your dinnertime recipe rut. Keep mealtime exciting with over 40 recipes to choose from every week, so there's always something delicious to discover with HelloFresh. With so many in-season ingredients, you'll taste all the freshness of fall in every bite of HelloFresh's chef-crafted recipes. Produce travels from the farm to your door for peak ripeness you can taste. HelloFresh does all the shopping and meal planning for you. Ingredients arrive at your doorstep pre-portioned and ready to cook, along with pictured step-by-step -step recipe cards. How easy is that? Even though the fall can feel jam-packed, HelloFresh makes whipping up a home-cooked dinner actually doable with quick and easy options, including their 15-minute meals. That's less time than it takes to get delivery. And with everything pre-portioned and delivered right to your door every week, it really is a no-brainer. Life during football season has always been crazy in our house. I cover a top-five football program, my wife has a full-time job, we've got kids' activities, and there's not enough time to eat the meals we want to eat at our own house. Thanks to HelloFresh, we have delicious, trustworthy meals delivered to our door, saving us precious time to recharge and break bread together as a family. Go to HelloFresh.com slash 50headlines, that's 50headlines, and use code 50headlines for 50% off plus free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com slash 50headlines, 50headlines, and use code 50headlines for 50% off plus free shipping. HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. Seminal Headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for War Chant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now, here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chofel, and Corey Clark. You guys are going to like this one. Michael writes, picture this. FSU beats Louisville 42-3 to mm. in the ACC championship game. Jim Phillips presents Norvell with the trophy at midfield. Norvell holds it high over his head then crashes it down on Phillips' <laughs> head. The entire team's... Team removes their jersey to reveal SEC shirts under their pads. Mm. Feinbaum repels from a helicopter <laughs> with the official invitation to join the conference on the spot. That would be <laughs> an odd. That's, that's straight out of uh, yeah. World little, WWE. Little 
That's Greg Sankey's music. Yeah. <laughs> Zach writes, can we take a minute to appreciate the turnaround? If they win these remaining three regular season games, they will be in sole possession of the second longest winning streak in program history yeah. at 18 games and would be 27-6 and six since the iconic Corey Clark question. That's right. Which is insane considering where we sat as a program the day he asked the question. Correct. Did you guys think we could ever get back to this place? Yes. I mean, ever sure. Not yes, quickly. Not this no. quickly. Not not a two year turnaround like that. I, I wouldn't. Have, I not wouldn't not have at, not this quickly, but yes. Yes. It's Florida State. Like, I certainly yeah. thought at the end of last year, after their six straight win and the ten win season, I thought, okay, he's got a little momentum. He's going to survive the initial avalanche of negativity, and every coach has to. You got to find a way when you're in the midst of a rebuild. The weight of those failures can become too much to overcome. And there's, no, and, there's no, and there's no coming back from it. Right. And that's how you see a coach fail at one place and succeed at another or vice versa. Like you've got to have some things break your way and you got to find a way to win a few games that you haven't won and maybe get a few breaks along the way. And then, then you can kind of come up for air. But even last year, you know, you go and again, not to diminish the importance of Corey's question. I right. mean, obviously yeah, yeah. we sure, all know that, sure. that did change not. everything. Yeah. Um, at some point, we're going to put the plaque out there sure. uh, outside the stadium. Um, it's going to be a question. big plaque. It's going to be a not, long plaque. Not the answer, right. just the question. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> not to belabor the point, yeah. but how do you how are you going to get anybody yeah. to come play for you? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> then, uh, but even last year, when they were four, when they had lost those three straight games, they're four and three, mm-hmm. and you're thinking, okay, this may just may not work out. Like it just may not work out for this guy because we thought last year the second half of the season was going to, supposed to be the harder half going into the year. Like that's what we thought at the time. So now you're four and three, and at now so, you've yeah, got, you got a at, bunch of tough games yeah. in the second half of the season. And so, but but then if they did it and the, things worked out well and they did run off that six, now you're thinking, okay, great. But now can you keep this team intact? Yeah, because oh yeah, there were a lot of questions. Are you going to lose yeah. verse? Are you going to lose John? I mean, you know, what what are you going to have? Not only did they keep everybody, shout out to the battle's end uh, and the staff, but then you went out and got these additions. So it's just like, yeah, so many things had to go right for yeah. them to be in this position, and they all kind of went right. I think, you know, he, you, you know, gamble, going back to gambling on Jordan, you know, going into last season, everybody wanted him to get another quarterback. Not because Jordan wasn't good, but there was questions about would he, would he be able to stay upright? Yeah. Could he stay healthy? Yeah. And then would he continue to develop? Can you really win at a high-level Jordan? Mike Norvell was like, no, I'm sticking with this guy. That was a huge gamble, and it paid off. So there's – I mean, it's like, man, he's on a run at the craps table. He's been on a run at the craps table. He's, things have just kind of kept going The right. only way that works is if you truly believe in what you're doing. You know, I mean, I think you see coaches say things all the time, but you don't know if that's really convicted. Do they feel that way? Is it, is it something that is unshakable in the face of losing? Right. Yeah. And the negativity that comes with losing. Right. When that happens, when you start losing and you get questioned about it each week and the fans start turning on you. And I know these guys say they're impervious to what's outside the program, but we know that's nonsense. We live in the real world. You're bombarded with communique. And so at some point, and you know, your players are hearing it. Yeah. And, and you yeah. know, it's it, I mean, it's it's all around you. You can feel that. But if you really believe that you're doing all of the right things and you're taking the right steps and you're messaging across the board the right way then you endure that because you believe you're going to come out the other side. I'm sure there are nights where you lay in bed and look at the ceiling and think, well, maybe not. I mean, maybe we're going to start looking for a new place to live. But at the same time, if you think you're right, and he has really remained consistent, I think it's the number one compliment I can give him. He's never really changed, not even after Jacksonville State. 
Yeah. It's never really changed the messaging or the way they go about practicing or the messaging about hard work and service. All that stuff has stayed exactly the same. You think if he had thrown over the, the, the podium, like at you, would that have been like better or, or worse? No, it would have been worse because then it would have made him look a little bit unhinged. I mean, after the after after his rant, though. No, and then he just threw just, it like and, and instead of dropping out. the mic, yeah, right. he pushes the podium. No, I still think it. Then it makes him look mad. He okay. the the right. the thing about that speech <laughs> is that he's trying to prove that he's excited about the future of Florida State football. And then if he looks like he's mad, mad. that you had the audacity That's to ask fake, the question, then. then it looks right. fake. Right. You, you're seeing, and we it's we picked a good time to do coach speak, gentlemen. We we yeah. have fun with this every week, and we'll do it again this week. One of the things you do see, though, I mean, all the jokes aside and all the fun that we have, you watch guys lose their resoluteness, right? They lose that conviction that we're talking about. You see it at the dais. You're watching guys crack before your eyes, and then we make fun of them. But but it's true. Like, you watch these guys, and you're like, oh, no, that's not on message. You're falling apart. You're offended by the question, not by the fact that you guys aren't succeeding or aren't doing this well. You're now mad that it, people are calling attention right. to it. When you go down that road, you're in deep trouble. The second you start pushing back on the question, if it's a fair question, Speaking, yeah. uh, you're done. This week, Our old boy, Billy Napier old Billy. Had a couple, they had a couple more special teams issues. And when somebody asked him, he's like, what specifically are you talking yeah, about? That was Andy Staples, and he was, was he was pissed at Andy. And I'm like, yeah. he's been there every week, guy. He's asked you these questions. <laughs> I mean, you had another procedure penalty, another block, another – Ten pe- guys on the field. Ten guys on the field. How's field it goal? possible? Yeah. How's yeah. it possible, my man? With everyone weighing in on who they'd rather face at quarterback between <laughs> Tyler Van Dyke and the freshman, I find myself hoping that we first get a chance to finish breaking the former – and then a chance to ruin the latter before he <laughs> yes. ever gets settled in. Yeah. I've been an old since the 80s, so screw Miami eternally. Here's to hoping we are up four scores so that we can consider kneeling. Yeah, <laughs> for the whole fourth quarter. Yeah, on every play that in the fourth. That would be funny. And he says hashtag something I can't remember. Like if they kneel with like three and a half minutes. No, to no, kneel with 12 knees. minutes and 52 yeah, just start seconds taking to play. Knees, yeah. Even on fourth down. Give Bre- him the ball back. I don't know about all that. But yeah. Breaking the veteran quarterback and ruining the young quarterback would be quite a day. Oh, it's, it's, you can dare to dream. Dare to dream. We've got uh, a contributor here, Dave in Bargetown writes. Bargetown. Uh, Bargetown, sorry. I didn't look at that right at all. Going blind. Instead of uh, Stingray, how about Malcolm and Malcolm and Donald Briggs? Can Is you it? not? You, what's, you don't have your glasses on? No. You know, from Macbeth. Oh, Okay. No, and the then Macbeth he said Shakespeare. Yeah, it went over my head, Dave. You got me. We appreciate it, Dave. Uh, I read uh, Macbeth. I'm gonna. It I was, was 1988. Young, and I forgot. So I was 88 or 87 years as ago. well. Yeah. So out, out, damn spot. Much. That's part of it, right? Huh? Okay. Out, out, damn spot. That's yeah, what yeah, Lady yeah, Macbeth yeah, is saying. Yeah, 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 there's yeah. some witches at the beginning. We I remember, remember that too. a little bit of these, but not a lot. I feel like we? there's death. And I was trying involved. to read a re- what I thought was like an actual name of a player on the team, so oh. I screwed it up. I that's yeah. Well, that's what you're, I mean, look, man. what a mess! What yeah. a mess! Jeez. Thanks for contributing. <laughs> that's all we got for you, <laughs> Butch. Hello, boys. Our knolls are rolling. One thought I had watching the LSU Alabama game Saturday night: if Alabama runs the table to the SEC championship game and beats an undefeated Georgia, could you see the playoff committee placing them in the Final Four? Oh, yes. Yeah, of course. they'd be ahead of Georgia. Yes, they would. Yeah, they would absolutely be in. Uh, it seems. I yeah, feel and, like, and, and honestly, the way they're playing right now, they look like 
I yeah. don't want to play Alabama. Yeah. I think they look really yeah. good. And you need to lo- – they've got a physical freak at quarterback who they figured out how to unleash. Right. If they're going to use him that way, it's going to uh, be a challenge. It's a battering ram. <laughs> yeah. It's a bit of a battering ram, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yes, they, they. I think Alabama gets in if they go undefeated the rest of the way and includes a win over Georgia. Yeah, yeah. I think they're going to get in. Uh, Brett writes, fellas, need you to try and settle an argument. I say that if we win out, we are in the playoffs. That's correct. We yeah. are. Another person who knows he who knows who he is and is probably listening says we have a weak resume and could get left out over a one-loss team. Your friend is wrong, Brett. Florida State's going if they go undefeated. If Florida State is thirteen and zero, they are going to the college football playoff. Well, what one-loss team would have a resume that would trump Florida State's right. zero-loss team? I don't know that there would be no. one. No. Right? There isn't one. No, there I- there there is a. Feeling, I think, because of these last few weeks that these have not been impressive teams that they're playing. But again, man, you you won at Clemson, you beat LSU. You're gonna have you might if you, if this scenario plays out, you have wins over Florida and Miami. And come on, man, you're gonna get in. They're, Louisville, they're not, if this is not a winning, this is not a joke resume. No, I mean, and it's back to back years that you've beaten an LSU team that has done a number on a number of SEC teams. So it's not like you're devoid of that, and you will have beaten. I mean, look, if I, I if I was Adam Fuller, by the way, I'd I'd come to practice in a Jaden Daniels shirt. Because, like, man, yeah. my, my guy is the only guy yeah. in the last two years that has made him look okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Jane Daniels is something. Not against the Knowles, he isn't, though. Brett writes, fellas, you need to – oh, no, sorry, that was the one I just read. Best tradition in football, Osceola and Renegade, or Miami fans talking about how next year is going <sighs> to be their year. <laughs> I don't even think they think that now. But, yeah, man, you talk about a team, uh, a fan base that is through with a the player. They are done with Van Dyke. Done with them. They don't want to see him anymore. Um, and I just again, man, I just assume that there might be guys in the locker room who feel the same way. That was my whole point. I just yes. don't, it's, if you don't have confidence at all in your quarterback, it makes it tough for everybody else. Oh, 100% agree. And I and I actually, there's an odd part of me that feels a little bit bad for him. Not bad enough to like you know want it, anything good to happen to him. But if you're rolling a kid out there who is every guy who's a competitor is going to say he wants to play, but if you're hurt. And you can't, you know, you can't get any zip on the ball. Your knees messed up. Your back's messed Playing up. Playing him last year was ridiculous. That's, yeah. what, what are they doing? Like, if I'm another player, seriously, if I'm another player, I don't want to be a part of this. I don't want to be with this coaching staff. You're going to roll me out there and make me look like a fool. Yeah, you make know me look I'm like hurt. I'm awful. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, it's just surprising that they do it, but that's now, they're very consistent. Yeah, that's what they do. <laughs> they Straight will, up what they, they do. They will roll well, your and, ass and, out there. And, and this is the thing, again, man, like, if you, when you have quarterbacks that do truly regress over their time, yeah. that's a that's going to be challenging to get other quarterbacks. Yeah, he'll they, say it's he two different really offensive good. coordinators, and it's, right. that's what he's going to say. That's right. what Mario Cristobal will say. But I would say, man, once you got a kid that's hurt and it's affecting his play, you got to get him off the field. It's not going to get better. It's not going to get better. He's going to continue to get hurt. He's not going to be able to make gonna plays. Dip. Confidence is going to dip. Yep. Yeah. Uh, which kept us in the game? Uh, which kept us in the game moment was the best – Cypress Force fumble recovery or Deuce kick return against Duke? I mean, they're different. The, the Cypress play was so early. Like, yeah, it wasn't yeah. like kept you in the game. I don't think, unless Pitt had gotten up by like 14, 17 yeah, points, I don't feel like there was going to be a lot of game pressure. No. Um, so I would, I, the Deuce And also, it. the Cypress play, it, nice, but it, I was pissed off because yeah, it's, it it's an 80 yard play. play. Freaking yeah. stupid. It's the first one we've had in a while yeah. where guys just running wide the hell open. And in his defense, fun. I don't know that it. I, I think there's a miscommunication there. Correct. I don't know whose fault it was. Yeah, no, I'm not blaming him. But a lot of people initially assumed he got beat. Oh, I was he's furious because that can't happen. It's the only thing Pitt can do is to yeah. line up and try to take shot plays. We knew that. And get a bust. And you get a bust that early in the game on the road. You're trying to give yourself a, 
uphill battle. You know, don't do that. It was that, that pissed after me the off. dumb fumble, after not picking it up on fourth down, right. and yeah. then you go and have that happen. You're like, oh, okay, you're just gonna. This is gonna mm-hmm. be that. But the, so that's a good play. Obviously, a really big play. But I'd still take Deuce. Uh, Go Knowles writes, lots of talk about UM's struggles on offense. What does Florida State do well on defense that will ensure those struggles continue? Well, a lot of things, but I would nominate they can get after the passer here, and if you're able to do that against a quarterback who's either young and inexperienced or shaky from a confidence standpoint. And a little banged up. Yeah. Yeah. That will ensure further problems. And Fuller said that yesterday. He's like, the best thing when I asked him about Van Dyke, I basically asked him, like, you know, do you have to? I didn't word it this way, but do you have to show them tape of him from two years ago to remind them the team that he does have some ability when he's healthy? He can make these throws, and he's like, "Yeah, all that, whatever." They played enough. <laughs> he didn't say it like that, but they they played against him enough. They know what he is. They know what he can do. But what we have to do is get him on the ground before he can throw it. There get it is, hit him, yeah. knock him to the ground before he can. And throw I think it. the That's one in a positive of this defense from up to this point, they've done a good job. Even when they're trying to get after the quarterback, they don't lose all their you know, running lanes. They don't usually get gashed in the run when they're trying to get after the quarterback. So yeah. you got to give do up that some also. runs, but you're yeah. talking about like an eight yarder but, here, yeah. a 12 yarder there, a four yarder. They don't, yeah, they don't, and they don't typically, typically give up those huge pass right. plays. Uh, Moth writes, who was your favorite player to hear Bobby Bowden talk about? I can still hear him say Neefy in my head. Neefy Moffin. Yeah, good Neefie old Neefie Moffin. Moffin. Wow. Man, that's nice. I mean, there's a million of them. Charlie, the old, Charlie, well, Charlie, Charlie, yeah, Charlie is, the way Charlie is probably it. my favorite yeah. one. Yeah, Charlie the way he said it, is yeah. the way he pronounced it. Yeah. Later on, it was just they were all buddy, or their number. <laughs> yeah, but but back when you watched them in the '80s and '90s yeah. doing that call-in show, and he'd tell you that so and so's mom was in town. Correct. Yeah. I saw D. Feaster's mom yeah, in, the, yeah. in the town after yeah. the game. He's from. Uh, where is he from? In South, somewhere Carolina. in South Carolina. Yeah, yeah. He, he would do that with every. You wouldn't. He wouldn't even describe what was happening in the game because he was talking about where the guy was from. And, and when he went on the recruiting visit, what great food yeah, he had. Yeah, exactly. when yeah. He was, what the mom made. Yeah, yeah. perfect. Seminole headlines. Ninety-three-three. Real Talk Radio. War Chat TV continues in a moment. Hey, headliners. Ira here. We had the idea a little while ago to start selling headlines merch for the best podcast listeners in the world. That's you guys. But I had no idea where to get started. That's why I'm so glad we found Shopify. <laughs> Shopify is the commerce platform revolutionizing millions of businesses worldwide. Whether you're a startup using your man cave or your IPO ready, Shopify is the only tool you'll need to grow your business without all the struggle. Shopify puts you in control of every sales channel. You could be selling satin sheets from Shopify's in-person point of sale system or offering yay sausage t-shirts from Shopify's all-in-one e-commerce platform. And once you've reached your audience, Shopify has the internet's best converting checkout to help you turn them from browsers into buyers. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the United States. What I love about Shopify is how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. This is possibility powered by Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash warchant in lowercase now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash warchant. Seminal Headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for Warchant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now, here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chofel, and Corey Clark. Kind of curious to see how you guys think this game will play out. We have to give scores this week, I know, but people are already mm-hmm. asking us. We don't give scores this early, guys. Mm, nope. We no, can't gotta, do it. You stay tuned. Your, your questions about scores will be ignored yep. until the time is right. You don't get to jump the line? No, you don't get to do that. 
do you think Norvell is handing over some of the in-game play calling to Coach Atkins at points in the game, and maybe that's why we see some droughts during the game? No. Mm-mm. No, you know what? Early this year, there was a time when they were struggling a little bit on offense, and I thought to myself, I wonder if his Atkins is getting a call some of the plays. So I spent a little time sideline watching. Oh, there it is. And uh, no, it's, Nor- it's always Norvell. Uh, Jason writes, can I get an update on Sam Singleton? Did I miss something? I was hoping he would have at least gotten in the game and had a carry by now. Yeah, I think he's redshirting pretty clearly. Um, but, you know, it's because they have five running backs also. C.J. So Campbell yeah. is basically a scholarship running back. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I, I don't think the plan was. I thought maybe he'd be a guy to play on special teams. Um, but, I'm, you know, he may not be totally healthy either. I'm not sure. McLean writes, this isn't the first time they've shown the goldfish in the locker room with the guys. Is it the same goldfish, guys? Like, does this team know about the fan at the game with Garnet, Or do they have their own goldfish? And he wants to know, if so, is it named Stingray? Uh, yeah. I, I, listen, guys, I think we are all going to intentionally, uh, you know, we're going to pull the wool over our own eyes. That goldfish that we first saw this year is dead. Let's, right. Like, who, like, who are we kidding? Unless it's the – don't they live – what are they, they live, two weeks? They, right? they don't goldfish? live very long. How long do they live? It depends on how you care for them. Yeah, if okay. they're staying – the, If can they're in they a bag, I, I don't think they last yeah. real long. I mean, taking them in a bag around the country is probably not real conducive. Do you think after they take the picture – They just throw them it, in the sewer? They give them back to whoever the, – the student the or the fan, the and kid, the fan yeah. just flushes it down the toilet and gets well, another one for the you know next week? And it's this – I'm pretty – 99% positive it's the same kid who also got the Norvell tattoo. Oh. He's also the one doing this. He, but he's flying up to Pittsburgh he, he with listens, a fish. He listens to the show. He sometimes yeah. will pull up in the chat. Okay. Well, I want to know, like, is he flying up there with a fish, or is he just yeah. going to a pet no, store? No, apparently he's taking pictures at the airport. With the fish? Yeah. Okay. But on the way back, has he still got the fish? We don't have he... the same yeah, fish. I'm going to guess that fish has died four times over. Yeah. There's a bunch of goldfish. And but there, that's fine. Garnet, just go right? along with it. So we're on Suspend Garnet number five. Disbelief, just, you know, it's all right. I mean, this is Garnet five, just yeah. like they do with like, Ugga. Like Ugga. You name yeah. them. Uggas live a little bit longer. A little bit. Yeah, but, yeah. Hey, bulldogs aren't great either, but no, they're better they than goldfish. They have health issues, but they're not yeah. killing over after yeah. five days. And here's here's the thing. The one thing I would say, though, to the bearer of the goldfish, if it is – don't don't get defensive if we're accusing it of being multiple goldfishes. I don't care because yeah. if you do that and then say it's just this one, oh, then yeah. he, when he does die, it's going to be a problem. And so also, just- we're not going to believe you. <laughs> so, yeah, so that's the other part of it. Uh, this is start a cool cemetery with like the record of each goldfish. This one's undefeated. This one's one and zero. This one's three and zero. What this if one's it's one and one? Yeah. yeah. What if it dies during a game, guys? Well, go get another a, one quick so and not, pretend that it never did. He during still, the game? Yes. He's going to leave the game? Leave the game and go get it. Come well, back pay somebody. Call goldfish. somebody who doesn't care about football. There's plenty of kids at the school. Just, hey, go is get another goldfish. goldfish store here in, I'm in Pittsburgh? Trouble. There's, you you got to go. I'm sure there is. There's pet yeah. stores everywhere. Uh, all right, Hugh Jazz. They come, they come back and he's like, no, this isn't the right size. Oh. <laughs> yeah, they're not going to believe it. Hugh Jazz writes, uh, Trey Benson is running at you full steam, 21 miles per hour. How much money would you have to be paid to stand still no. and take the full force of a hit from him at this speed? With or either one of us wearing pads? I would assume we're we wearing both pads, wearing pads. We're dead. I mean, I, I would five hundred bucks maybe. Would you stand still and face you him, can give, or would you rather be oh, not be able? No, to No, I'd see want him. to face him. Yeah, I'm not having a blind side. But then it's yeah. the torture of seeing him coming it's at suck you. Either you, know way. you know what's interesting? Uh, on the Manning cast a couple weeks ago, Eli said. Somebody asked him about getting hit, and he said it actually hurts more when you don't see it coming. Oh yeah, because your body just gives. Whereas yeah. if you're if you're expecting it, and you maybe brace it, might actually yeah. hurt. It sometimes it hurts worse. So maybe you do want it from the from the side. I've been trucked by a big running back before, 
but I was moving. You and were, I, yeah, I you were just standing still. I wasn't just standing still. Can we He's just talking about him? standing Where still. Where his initials WF? Yeah. As long as we don't <laughs> dive at the – if we don't go at his legs or his knees, are we? can't we just at least try to tackle him? Oh, oh buddy. That's a, I, I know like it wouldn't happen. I feel like you get concussed because you'd put your head down. Yeah, right. Yeah. But I feel like you at least I don't go down. You shoulder, get concussed. You'd be in the hospital for weeks. It wouldn't be great, no, clearly. No. But I, I don't – I don't. just imagine the the, the visual of <laughs> just fact, standing there like this. I would this. pay money to see you tackle Trey Benson. Well, I, I wonder want, how much money for oh, me, just, how much money would it take for me to try to tackle him. But at yeah, least just, I'm trying to nah. tackle him. Yeah, I mean, I would try to grab him as he's falling That's over me. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, would, I would try but to grab him for the ride. you just here like this, like the, the soccer defenders on a, on a, a free <laughs> kick, and you're just standing there waiting for this 220-pound guy to truck you. The visual of that and you just going backwards like you got shot with a cannonball. But going towards him and putting your shoulder into it? I mean, you're crazy. No, that, I mean, either way, broken. they're both not ideal. I don't – I don't – at our age, gentlemen, I want no part what of this did, scenario. I don't even like did, the question. What did Travis Hunter get? Like a spleen or something? A liver yeah, or lacerated something? Lacerated kidney. Because yeah. that's the other problem. If you don't brace. You're going to have a problem. Yeah. yeah. Something's getting broken, fellas. I'm telling you. Man, I, don't, I like my spleen. <laughs> I want to keep good. my spleen. So how much? No, there's no I, I'm going up from 500 you said five hundred dollars. I did. Oh my god! There's Two grand. No, I mean, I you gotta you make have money. Doctors' bills and stuff. Yeah, there's buddy, no way you're gonna be hurt. I mean, I, there's just no <laughs> way around it. You're gonna get hurt. There, I don't think there's. I mean, there is an amount of money, of course. No, of course there's an there amount is. of money for all of us, but I, I mean, it'd have to be six figures. If you got pads on, you got pads on. I don't think you should get pads on. I think it should be. Well, we assumed you had pads on. He didn't say you had. Yeah, pads I don't on. think you have pads on. If you have no pads on, then it has to be large amounts of money. If you got pads on, I'll, I'll get out there and get trucked. I'll do it. Man. So you have a helmet on? No, I was I mean, envisioning pads, pads I mean, Corey, not just a helmet, pads. But you have a helmet too, so you. I got a helmet. I got shoulder oh, pads. Well, I've got yeah, sure. Ten thousand dollars. Yeah. Ten thousand dollars. <laughs> I thought we were having to sit there like in civilian clothes and just wear and just it. Wear it. I went, who asked the question? Huge ass. I wonder. I wonder. <laughs> I wonder. I wonder if, I wonder if Hugh Jass, Mr. Jass, has yeah. a, a checkbook ready. Like what? Like whatever we say. What if he's like, okay, I'm I'm offering it. It's Hugh Jass, actually. It's it's H-U-G-H. not Hugh Jass. It's it's his last Hugh name Jass. is J A S S. Yeah, like Phil McGroin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Richard writes, enjoying the season, but is this a one year window? Are we going to be able to compete for the ACC and the college football playoff next year? Well, next year is twelve teams, Richard. So I think they're going to make the college football playoff next year. I do. As far as the ACC goes. Yeah, I think they can compete for the ACC next year. Clemson's here. Yeah, I mean, there's and holes you, to fill. You looked around this conference? Yeah, yeah. there's clearly <laughs> holes to fill. I mean, Trevor Lawrence didn't walk through that door, <laughs> Dabo. That's right. Uh, how would FSU be talked about? This is from Trailer Swift, by the way. Oh, okay. How nice. would FSU Actually, yeah. uh, Jack, and I don't know how to pronounce your last name, Jack, but I'm pretty sure it's him. He's the guy that uh, he said he heard Garnet was being talked about. Yes. So he's now here in the chat. He has joined the chat. Well, Garnet, Jack, Garnet, Jack, let us know if that first fish is – how many fish have we Jeff gone thinks, through in the Jeff season? thinks you're on Garnet number six, Jack. Yeah, I Jack, think you're Garnet listen, number three. I got no problem. This is not knocking you in any way, and we can be lied to. It's all right. We, in fact, we like it. Look at the American public. They're lied to all the time by <laughs> yeah. politicians everywhere. So here's – I'm asking you, Jack. I mean, you know, we keep the tradition alive of having a goldfish two, at the game. Two hands or one hand? Are we but, counting the goldfish? But, but, we, but, can we count the number of goldfish you've gone through on one hand or two hands? So Garnet, you know – Number two, number three, number four, number five. Where where, where are we at? Yeah, what's the uh, what's the transfer of power when one dies? How do you choose the next one? Good question. These are all good questions. So answer those in the chat. We'll, we'll get back we'll, to you in a we'll minute. We'll share it yeah, with Jack. We'll, we'll go back. Okay. Uh, 
As far as, uh, yeah, they can compete in the ACC. Trailer Swift writes, how would FSU be talked about if they played Michigan's schedule? Poorly. Well, they'd still be, you know, ranked high. They'd be ranked in the top ten, but they would be trashed as Michigan well, that's the is thing about trashed the, right that, now. That's because the thing of about schedule. the one-loss teams, I think, is that y- y- people wondering if Florida State would be in over one-loss teams. Maybe not all of them. Maybe if Alabama does beat Georgia and Florida State goes 13-0, because we've seen it happen before, the committee values that Alabama team and say, oh, they're the best team in the country. They're number one. But you wouldn't do that with Michigan. Michigan hasn't beaten anyone. So if they lose to Ohio State and their best win is, what, one win over Penn State and then a bunch of no wins, they they, they would not be in above you. That's correct. Yeah. All right. I'm not worried about it. Just go undefeated. You're going to be all right. Jack insists it's the same fish, so. Oh. I think he has to say that. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, this guy's got the handle Jeff Cameron's dad. Oh, okay. We, that, Don't let out that, Do we believe that, it? Well, it's it not would be name. crazy if it was one of our dads. No, his name, that is, would be... his name is Harris, but he's going by <laughs> Jeff Cameron's dad is his handle. Not so much a question, but I think it's time we recognize how vital Toa Feely is to the team. In my opinion, he's the sleeper that keeps the wheels moving. It feels like every time a big play breaks, that jump starts big momentum. It's Toa Feely. He's not flashy, but he can get the job done. Does, Man, your, does so, your real dad like Toa Feely? According to Wikipedia, Goldfish have a lifespan averaging uh, 10 to 15 years. Yeah, but what about look up when, when he carried in a bag across the country to football Ask games. if they're in a cellophane baggie. <laughs> Yeah. And they're uh, traveling. Put a, in those planes. conditions in there. Yeah, it does say, unfortunately, many goldfish do not reach their lifespan potential due to inadequate housing conditions. Yeah, the <laughs> ones be tough, like being in a bag. <laughs> I know the ones we would get for the kids at the fair yeah. were disposable. Well, like, like we'd the, bring them home, put yeah. them in some water, and they're dead. The, two days later, if you're in a glad sandwich bag. How long do you That's make it? That's fine, right? You can swim around <laughs> for a few days. Do you make it? Uh, Jeff Cameron's dad, also known as Harris here, loves Toafili. I like Toa Fielder. No, we all like Toa really Fielder. It's a rec- tough he's couple a, fumbles. Yeah, tough couple I was going to say, the timing the of the question is not great. Yeah, it's not but good timing. No, we agree. I mean, I think he's, he's, a, he's a really he's a good receiver. Player. I think he's an okay right back. Uh, dad guy writes, if you had to pick one player on Miami's squad to mold to the current culture for next year, who would you pick, Bain or a good Van Dyke? Bain. Bain. I'd like Bain. Yeah. yeah. Let's. Can we go get Bain? Yeah. Let's, let's go ahead and get him. He's a good player. Yeah. I'd get him yeah. now. I mean, yeah. He's going to be a problem. I was actually – Asking uh, Chris- he was uh he was uh he was bored in the dark. He was oh in, uh, nicely done, nicely done. Yeah. What, what's the what's the line? I was raised, I was molded by, it. I was born in it. But he said, you don't Batman only further. adopted the dark. Yeah, Bane was, was born, ra- in born in it. Yeah, I'm glad that Jordan Travis is still being considered for the Heisman. Uh, however, when does Keon Coleman enter that conversation? Well, well he has to play. Missing and, that game yeah. didn't help much. And also, mm-hmm. like his numbers aren't going to be. No. I know Jordan's not going to have numbers compared to some of these other crazy quarterback numbers, but. Keon's not going to have 1,000 yards receiving. He's not going to have yeah. 60 catches. No. The best thing he's got going for him, really, is the nine touchdowns. And the crazy highlight catches. Yeah, he yeah, makes highlight, highlight plays, plays, and he's nine touchdowns, and he showed up big in big moments. But, he, yeah, he's not going to have that other numbers. Uh, Central Florida Noel wants to know, should the lack of standout receiver production behind Keon and Johnny make us concerned? No, not really. I don't think so. This gets back to an earlier point we were making. Look, when you go into a season and you know these other guys – are going to be your starters, and they're not your backups. They get a lot more reps with the starting quarterback, yeah. and you build your offense around their skill sets or their lack thereof, whatever it might be, uh, that you want to harp on, and you call the game differently. So, you know, you're not – you're really put in a hell of a bind when all of a sudden, in the span of about 14 days, you lose a game-changer, a 6-7 weapon that is a mismatch because of his size – 
you lose that that backup and Hakeem Williams, who is really starting to emerge yeah. and who I think is a physical freak and going to be a star. Those are probably your three best outside receivers. Without question. Yeah. And then you lose a healthy Destin Hill, who could have been asked to do more, but his ankle's not right. Clearly, anybody mm-hmm. watching the game, watching him hobble over to the sideline, you know he's not right. So now you're down four pretty significant pieces. Portier, who's got a ton of experience, is not healthy. Now you have five guys in that way. You've had a lot of guys miss time, and that's why your offense looks a little disjointed from time to time. It would have been nice, other though, this season, knowing what's coming next season. And I know you only play this season. Um, you can't prepare for 2024, but if Hakeem, oh, Vandravius, and Destin well, they all could have had gotten great opportunities. Some, yeah, that's and the they bummer. just didn't. Pre- Preston asked in the chat, Corey, if they win the national title, will you eat a goldfish? Not uh, the goldfish, not garnet. No, but just gracious. a goldfish. Would people be upset if I ate garnet? Would, I don't think that's the right I thing to do. I feel like he would be living inside me, though, would, forever. <laughs> and you'd also that's how it be works. violently <laughs> just swimming around. <laughs> just swimming around inside <laughs> the digestive juices want, don't affect goldfish. Where, where, yeah, where, where, would sure. you want garnet to be? They yeah. can't live in a bag, <laughs> yeah. but they can live in your, your stomach. stomach. Just swimming around. Forever. Like I'm pregnant with a fit. I'm like, oh, little guy's kicking. Little guy's hungry. so annoying. The people listening to this that are under our age, like if they're 30 years old, they probably realize, like, I guess that was a thing, like in the 50s or whatever, like they were eating goldfish, like in fraternities and stuff stuff yeah right. oh it makes me sick well, there's a movie with somebody a yeah. oh I, uh a fish called wanda he starts right, taking right. the fish yeah, out yeah, and yeah. eating them yeah by the way i uh i saw a guy in my locker room at lakewood one time eat a palmetto bug oh like and a cockroach he, like a giant cockroach like the big palmetto yeah. bugs and he put it on his tongue and let it crawl around and showed us mm. before he ate it because uh, oh. it was somebody uh, darren rath offered him 25 dollars and he did it i bet he would i would bet he'd let trey benson tackle him <laughs> or he'd, he'd try to he let Trey Benson just get run Yeah, I was <laughs> going to say, he might, he might be not be dead. with us anymore may, if he was he, living like that. The decision-making skills yeah. already on display there reveal that he may be dead. Actually, that's it. That's all, folks. What? Good oh, what job. A, what a Ira. finish. Good job, Corey, and thanks to all of you guys. Thanks to Jack and Garnet. Hey, reaction show tonight. Great job, Director Matthew, as well. Uh, tonight, ranking 7 o'clock, right? Is that what 7 o'clock, yeah. yeah. TV. Yep. All right, for the boys, I'm Jeff. Be good, everybody. Peace. 